What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Fan Culture, episode 18 now. Uh, man, these episodes are just climbing up, and we're getting up we're there. we getting up there, man. Yeah, yeah, we're getting up there. We're getting close, closer to 25 episodes. Um, thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, we're at over 400 plays on our platform so far. Oh, so, sheesh. yeah, we're, we're, we're doing pretty we well. We're here. doing pretty well. Yeah, so we appreciate everyone just constant support. You know, it could have yes. easily just fallen off after 18 episodes. Nah, you know? really. So we just definitely appreciate people just sticking around and giving us input and, you know, all that good stuff. Hey, shout out to the homie Randy who uh, mentioned he watches the or he listens to the show. So shout out, Randy. You know who you are. Hey, shout out, Randy. Shout out, Randy. All right. Uh, so we got a lot to get into. Just me and Brandon here today. Uh, no Sakani. Carl's out today as well. Uh, but we still got some good stuff for you guys. Uh, we got the so-called Rich Paul rule that the NCAA has implemented. Is that the official title? That's what they're calling it. And I think it's because LeBron started it. Mm. You know, but hashtag the Rich Paul rule on mm. Twitter. So, yeah, we're going with the Rich Paul rule now. Yeah, so we got that. Uh, also, NBA TV, I believe it was released, like the all decade NBA All-Decade team. I saw um, that. So we'll break down, you know, who deserves to be on the list, too high, too low, you know, who should have been off, all that good stuff. Also, we will talk Colin Kaepernick. Uh, he posted a video on Inst- on his social media uh, earlier today basically saying, hey, I'm still prepared to be in the NFL. So we'll break that down. Uh, but first thing first, let's go ahead and go back to the Rich Paul rule. Uh, so if you haven't uh, heard much about it so far, basically the NCAA, NCAA has implemented a rule regarding agents for representing players who want to test the NBA draft waters. Um, basically, these agents need to have a bachelor's degree, uh, NBA, uh, National Basketball Players Association certification for at least three straight years, uh, professional liability insurance, and completion of some sort of in-person exam with the NCAA. What? A, who knows what that is? You know, it's probably some. It sounds like a lot. Sounds like a weird, like sounds like cult, a lot of nothing. cult thing. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. The reason this is being called the Rich Paul Rule, and if you don't know who Rich Paul is, Clutch runs Clutch Sports. You know, great friends with LeBron. Clutch Sports kind of taking over right now. They're kind of setting the tone on a lot of things. They're making you know, a lot of noise. Yeah, for player movement, they've kind of set the tone in a lot of that. So, I know Rich Paul hasn't made a lot of friends out there. Um, you know, with these major leagues being included. So right. this is why it's being called the Rich Paul rule. LeBron went on Twitter, like I said earlier, and, you know, deemed it the Rich Paul rule and said, yeah. hey, these leagues, they're just big mad at us and all this stuff. So first things first, what are your reactions to the NCAA in- implementing this rule? First, let me say that the NCAA is going to do whatever's best for the NCAA, period. So... What I'm trying to figure out is what trend that that there's been that is that detrimental to the NCAA to where they have to make a new rule for it. Like, are, in, are players getting, like, injured early or they're being taken advantage of uh, money-wise? Like, because, I mean, if you follow the money, mm-hmm. if it's not going to the NCAA, it seems like they have a problem with it. Right. So... I feel like I'm 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 not really following the rule. Maybe I have to go through it a couple of times because I don't really see what, what would be the need for this specific of a rule, and that's why I think LeBron James chimed in. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a competitor and you know players are opting out of not even going to college, right? There, I mean, you mentioned earlier R.J. Hampton, who I believe signed with Clutch Sports. 
Uh, I don't know if or he signed no. with Clutch Sports. Uh, I couldn't find okay, much, he's, much on well, it. Well, he, he's not. Well, it, to give you guys insight on who RJ Hampton is, he was a senior last year. Yeah. And so instead of going to college, he decided to go play professional basketball in Australia. He's not under the umbrella of the NCAA. You know, he's he has more autonomy. Um, how do you say it? Yeah, autonomy. Autonomy, yeah, if you will. He can do what he wants. He can start making money right now. If he was in college. Yeah, I think he signed a deal with New Balance, I believe. You see what I mean? So it's like if people are starting to wake up and say, hey, these aren't the only options that I have. These players are, I don't know. Back when we were in high school, type of play, we saw good players. I'd yeah. say, you know, above average players. But these players nowadays, growing up, they different, bro. They are. And they if you are. can play at the professional level earlier, you can already start in your craft. Not to say that school isn't a good option, but I think the name of the game is is kind of you know what everybody's been you know focusing on is money you know what i mean how are you going to generate money earlier and ncaa is worried about the less diversion of of money you know from to uh away from that organization yeah that's essentially what i'm getting from all of this Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean think about you know going back to the ncaa their money maker as we all know is march madness yeah. Imagine last year if Duke didn't have, you know, their big three, for lack of a better They were all playing phrase. overseas. Yes. Zion, uh, R.J. Barrett, Cam, Cam Reddish. Reddish. Yeah, imagine if they weren't playing. Imagine if Kobe White and Nasir Little weren't playing. I can't think of any other, some of the other big names. But just think of right. some big name college players that weren't playing in March Madness. And now all it of a sudden. It will look different. Yeah, it will look very different. And I know, you know, we always – you know, the media and the fans always put hype into these Cinderella teams. But in terms of ratings, it's not it's not a good look. It's not bringing in money when, you know, no. a George Washington or George Mason, you know, makes it to the final four. A Lehigh. Yeah, Lehigh. Like, it's not really good. You right. know, you want to have Duke. You want to have North Carolina. All the Michigan blue bloods, State, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All that, the blue bloods. that results in more money for the NCAA. So the NCAA is going to protect their, their selves at all costs. And I think that they're trying to... This is a direct shot at Rich Paul. Let, let's be real. Um, he's, you know, kind of running the league right now. Um, you don't want to have him get a stranglehold on these incoming, you know, NBA players as well that are looking to, you know, get into the NBA. So what do you need to do? You need to take him out of the picture. He doesn't have a bachelor's degree. Okay. First requirement, you need to have a bachelor's degree. That's crazy how they can just like have that blank statement just i mean it however it is, want. it's directed at him but how many people is, is it going to affect right and i also wonder um as far as the bachelor's degree allegedly, goes, allegedly yeah, as, i don't know as far as the bachelor's degree goes does it need to be in a certain field like what if i'm a history i have my bachelor's degree in history he's like bro i'll cool i'll get a i'll go to uh what is it All right i'll go phoenix. to sign language you know i'll go to bachelor's degree yeah university of phoenix yeah you know, you know somewhere online degrees but uh no offense if you got your degree at university of phoenix but it just makes me wonder you know what the you know what the requirements are as far as that goes and on top of that you know both of us know you know none neither one of us are finished with college yet but bachelor's degrees aren't everything 
I know some people that have bachelor's degrees that they ain't even using them, aren't using them, or a bachelor's degree doesn't determine how smart you are or how intelligent you are, it how doesn't. driven you are. I know a lot of people that are just so like into their craft, yeah, or just like some people are just good at making a buck. Let's just mm-hmm. be real. Some people are just like they're hustlers, right. which you can appreciate from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think school isn't for everybody but with that being said you do gain a lot and you learn a lot about i would say you get a a good sense of general knowledge going to school yeah i mean you do get some insider information that you may not necessarily have to it's out there you could dig for it if you don't get a bachelor's degree but you're gonna have to do more digging than you would but as opposed to it being given to you maybe at the college level but is work the same as or going to a like we, we both have jobs, too. Yeah. Being on your job, is that the same as going to school? I know we're kind of off topic right now, but... Nah. It's not the same, right? No, it's not okay. Same. Just mm-hmm. just check it. Yeah. So, uh, no, I definitely think this is a direct shot at Rich Paul. And another thing, and I think it's something that's kind of underrated as well that no one's really brought up yet. Um, think about Kawhi. Uh, when we talked about Kawhi's free agency... The other name that you heard come up, you always heard Uncle Dennis, Uncle Dennis, Uncle Dennis. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know anything about Uncle Dennis. I don't know if he had a bachelor's degree or whatever the case is. But think of, you know, you're a freshman in college and you had, you know, one great season. You're looking, you're trying to figure out, okay, should I test the waters, you know, for the draft right now? Mm -hmm. Uh, Should I wait? What should I do? You're telling me that now you're requiring me. As opposed to going to my uncle Dennis, who may not have a bachelor's degree, but I trust him with my life, you know, to help me make the best decision at mm-hmm. 19 years old. Right. You're telling me that I may not be able to have him be my agent. I need to go sign with some stranger who happens to have a bachelor's degree well, that ar- may know the game. And I just need to trust him with my life. Well, the with argument. My now. Yeah. I mean, it goes both ways. There's certain family members, members I don't trust. And there's <laughs> yeah. certain like people that aren't family that I, I i trust a lot with that being said you're gonna have to you have to let people make their own decisions with their money and their with with their their talent if you're work if you're operating under unless unless you're just gonna say everybody has to sign up through the, these people which they're technically saying but it takes so so you're saying they can't go to the nba when they're when once they graduate they have to be a certain age and they can only sign with the people you deem worthy right like that's it's basically ncaa right. certified agents. right so it's like it's like you're you keep taking away options yeah. and, and what it's whether it's directed at rich paul or not you're you're taking less options and control and um you know what i mean what i'm saying like from the person that's actually playing, you right. know what I mean? It's like he should be able to make, he or she, excuse me, he or she should be able to make that decision on their own. Yeah. I mean, the NCAA is ultimately finding ways to add more strings to continue to, you know, have these athletes, student athletes, you know, if that's what they love calling them, student athletes, basically, you know, using them as puppets. They just found another string to well, be I able mean, to kind of help generate money. You just, I'll, I mean, if you're not a marquee player, I mean, you're just you're just kind of going to school when you're on the team, right? You know, and I but, think and I think another thing included too was that they said these agents 
um, these NCAA certified agents will need to would have to be required to, um, you know, participate and be like active participants in these uh, NCAA rules, investigations and things like that and testify and all that. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, lot. a lot. It's a lot. So it's just another way to just ultimately have more control over these student athletes. I will say this, though. Have you seen some of the facilities at these like bigger schools? Oh, they're top notch. They're like I mean, they're like NBA level. Yeah. Like almost like better. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean the money that they get from NCAA, money that you get from boosters, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's literally state of the art facilities. I remember yeah. watching, you know, Oregon as they were coming up, or University of Oregon football. Right top-notch everything i yeah. mean you know obviously they have a, their partnership with nike right but everything's state yeah. of the art i remember they were getting a jersey like every game it yeah. was like a different they had like through through a season like 10 different alternative jerseys right maybe more i don't think they ever wore the same jersey twice yeah like, that's how <laughs> that's how wild it was but um yeah no this this whole policy is going to be very interesting and i want to see what the the fallout or what the result is you know down the road this may take a couple of years for it to really for us to really see the difference and gauge the difference um but yeah you know what i wish i wish lebron didn't chime in as soon as he did mm-hmm. i know it may if he did it may look like a lack of support but i i feel like going forward we should instead of saying like i guess what i'm trying to say is like instead of saying like ah i see what you did just like wait and see what happens and then like if you need a counter if you need to do what you need to do you you meet with your team first Mm -hmm. and then you know yeah but i think i think lebron because not knowing let's say if this rule was implemented and lebron didn't say anything you know how high i guess in the social media you know ranks and just newsworthy ranks how newsworthy would it have been i don't think it would have reached the pinnacle that it has right now mm-hmm. i don't think we will be talking about it right now as the first topic if lebron didn't say something and bring it to the forefront and help help make that connection for the general public to say hey rich paul doesn't have a bachelor's degree hey this rule requires you to have a bachelor's degree i wonder what uh what's his name we were talking about on last Last uh, episode. Who, LeVar? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The the guy who was taking shots at LeBron. Oh, Jason Whitlock. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to have oh, to say. Yeah, I didn't watch Speak for Yourself today, so um, I should I should go check back and see what he said. I was going down the list of uh, players that are assigned to Clutch Sports, and I'm trying to, I guess, have you picture these players coming out of high school or just like mm-hmm. in the earlier stages i remember this player though um because i think they announced it as soon as he uh left the school but ben simmons yep. um anthony davis lebron james of course draymond green eric bledsoe john wall like these are like top tier players bridges. you know what i mean like miles bridges went to um michigan state one of the best players, I think, one of the best big men since Draymond to come out of Mich- Michigan State. If you yeah. watch uh, college basketball, I mean, Dejounte Mar- uh, Murray is it? Uh, Dejounte Murray. Dejounte. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be very interesting to see what the impact is down the road, and maybe we'll revisit this once we're 
you know, some college athlete comes along and, you know, he makes an example or a mockery of this rule. And then we'll come right back to this conversation. Yeah, I mean, what's that saying? You, you know, you're doing some right when they're making rules to, to stop you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> and that's what changes things, you know, in kind of every industry, especially in sports. You know, a lot of the like hand checking and things like that. You know, there was some player, you know, that basically, you know, they came into the league. They did what they did. And all of a sudden a rule changed. Um, yeah, I'm kind of glad they don't have a check because that's a different sport, bro. Yeah, like, no, no, it is, it is, and it's it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone because there's some strong, there's some strong players out there. If they can just if Blake Griffin could hand check you in the entire game. Yeah, well, if he wasn't as soft as he was, I feel you. But <laughs> did I did I pick the wrong player? Yeah, um, maybe. Draymond Green. Yeah, Draymond Green, DeAndre <laughs> Jordan. You know, Joel Embiid. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, we'll 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 see what happens with this sure. uh, with this rule as it goes down the road. Next up, we've got the NBA All Decade Team. Um, so All Decade Team, we're talking, you know, from the 2009-2010 season all the way through now. Um, so the M- NBA TV released their released their team. So on the All Decade Third Team, um, we've got Dwayne Wade, Paul George. Kobe Bryant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, All-Decade second team, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and Blake Griffin. And the All-Decade first team, we've got Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, James Harden, and Kawhi Leonard. Um, first things first, is there anyone that should or should not be on this list or should be moved around on this list, in your opinion? That's tough, man. I can't think of anybody right now. No. It just bugs me that, that Kobe is in the in the all third team. Yeah. Where do you think he should have been? I'd say at least second. Like, at least second. How you not gonna have Kobe being Bryant? At least second. Yeah. And I mean I and I, and I feel you. We talked about this, you know, a little bit off air as well. I wouldn't be hurt if he swapped with Carmelo Anthony. I mean, it's kind of a it's pretty close between the two of them. Yeah. You know, Kobe's, you know, kind of fade away was just a result of injuries, you know, towards the end. But he did win a championship in the first year of the decade, you know, in 2010. That was their second of the back to back. You know, Kobe had the Achilles injury and everything that kind of derailed him. So we really got Kobe for about three to four solid years of the decade. And then after that, even if he retired in 2016 and 2017, just kind of faded away after that. It's so close between him and Melo because Melo kind of faded away. Melo hasn't right. been the same Melo for the past three to four years as well. So and we don't even know if that's like because he he has the ability. He just like he didn't show it on the court. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he was just like in his head, I guess, about not starting or not making as much or being on like whatever team or whatever the situation was. Right. And we. I saw like he kind of his interview with Stephen A. Smith, which mm-hmm. I don't know. Part of me was like, "Is this a press tour?" You know what I mean? Where I'm just yeah. trying to like clean it up, or did he really need to air stuff out himself? You know, and mm-hmm. I, it was hard for me to tell because if that's the case, if all this is the case, and you're just like, "Hey, I'm not the bad guy," it's like it makes me think: Are you really getting blackballed? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Because if you can play, you'd be playing. To me, 
mm-hmm. to me. Some people would want to have you on their team. And we, we've gone over this a hundred times on this on this podcast. It's, it's in what capacity though? Yeah. You can't you can't have it all. And to me, he's never seemed like a player to to deviate from that. Mm-hmm. Even with Kobe. People laugh, make jokes about like Kobe not passing the ball. Kobe passed the ball, but like he, <laughs> he didn't pass a lot though. Like he yeah. he when he passed, he passed. But I don't really remember like Melo really like passing. I just remember him just doing ice a lot of ISO stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I feel you. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, I don't I don't mind you know Kobe being on second team instead of Melo. But I'm not that mad at him being 13 just because he wasn't in the league for about half of the decade. I mean, yeah. when you really think about it. So that's kind of the same thing that happened with Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade kind of tailed off as well, although he just retired. You know, Dwayne Wade hasn't been he wasn't wasn't really D Wade since about 2012, 2013. Um, actually, probably more so like 2014. You know, I'll, I'll give him towards the end of that run with the. Is heat. it weird that I low key miss seeing like? him and lebron playing together at a high level oh yeah i mean that was that was something that i think we took for granted just I, because i think bosh the, too man like yeah, bosh. i think the league was or not the league but the fans were just so upset with lebron that we didn't get to truly appreciate what the big three brought and what they did it was so. it was different it was just different i feel like that elevated basketball like because that was like uh like a, a mile, not I shouldn't say a milestone, but that was like a checkpoint or just like a um, or like player mobility. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like that period of time, watching basketball was just like it was. I feel like it was like Showtime. Like you compare it to like Showtime Lakers, it's just like the two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten Lakers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or just like the the big three. Yeah. Uh, that was in um and in, in, Boston. in Boston. So. Yeah, and and the Miami big three, you know, you because since you brought up Boston's big three, you know they were starting to tail off, and now you bring in a big three that's bigger, badder, and younger, you know. And we thought, just like LeBron said, you know, not one, not two, not three. We thought we were gonna have them for you know eight, nine years, and yeah, you know, it just didn't turn out that way. But still, that was just four straight years of just you know awesomeness. Do that you think that could have been? Granted. Nobody talks about like coaching like yeah. Eric Spolstra like I think he's a pretty good coach honestly but like I mean, would they have won more uh, or was that Dallas team just like that good I mean that I think for one that Dallas team was just that good they were clicking yeah and as a team and, and I think that that made it that much better yeah because in that night like that Oh, I shouldn't say that night. That series, kind of like they were just like they weren't backing down at all. They weren't yeah. like they weren't impressed. They were just kind of like right. Jason Kidd, Dirk, who else you Tyson had? Tyson Chandler, Sean like, Marion, Jason. Yeah, they're Terry. just like we OGs, bro. Like yeah, let's roll the balls. That, they out. they had lightning in a bottle, and that was just the perfect. That was their year. And that was Coach Carlo, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know, going back to your question, I think that. I think that Spolstra, even it's hard to coach your team to a championship when your best player is afraid to shoot. You know what I mean? Like, and not just your best player, but the best player in the world. Like, 
you base your whole game plan around him and he's not really trying to play like he's timid so we all we all know that was that's probably lebron's biggest indictment in the finals was that 2011 finals and he had to come back the way he did in 2012 to try to eliminate that so yeah but um, that try emphasis on try right right uh but going back to this all decade team i'm i'm cool with the first team i mean i went back to james harden's stats and his stats were kind of through the roof you know kind of inflated because of these past couple of years I know a lot of people will look at Kawhi's stats over the years because I think he's only averaged like 17 points per game in this decade. But dudes won two championships, finals MVP. Already. You know what I mean? Like, Did he win MVP yeah. of this one too? Uh, Yeah. So two-time finals MVP as well. I mean, the name of the game is to win. He's won. You know, kind of got to give it to him. Has he won quicker than LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, he won quicker. And he than got LeBron. two quicker than LeBron, no? Or was uh, it? Cause LeBron's, yeah, I think so. Because LeBron's first one was what, 2012? Uh, 2012, yeah. And he was in the league in 03. So, yeah. And. Yeah, but hey, that's. Uh, so, so shout, yeah, shout out Kawhi. I think that deserves him that spot on the first team. And on top of that, you know, the second team, when, it, when you're looking at Russ, you know, AD, Blake Griffin. Guys with great numbers, yeah. you know, but just didn't really have quite that team success either. Especially AD. Especially AD, yeah. yeah. I mean, you had, you know, seasons where he missed the playoffs completely. So He's practically unguardable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, going on the third team, I know Marcus Aldridge is on here. I know I'm a Spurs fan, but I don't think he should be on here. And the person, the person that I'm surprised is not on here. And for some reason, he just never gets any respect. DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins came into the league in 2010. So you're talking about his entire career. For his entire career, he's averaging 21 and 11. I mean. What? 21 and 11 That's for his entire crazy. career. And he's been in the league for about eight years now. Does Shaq talk about him? I feel like he only, he only he talks about to. the people that like do bad. He's like, you need to get your numbers up, big fella. He he used to when they were when they used to have conversations about well who's the best center in the league, you know, kind of pre Joel Embiid. You know, it used to be He's gonna it, talk about him more because they own the Lakers now. So we'll we'll get to yeah. see. We'll, yeah. Hopefully they're 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 all playing at like a high level. But yeah, no. Right. We'll we'll get to see that now. But, but I didn't know that. That's a lot. That's yeah, I mean for 11. for for a career. No. But you average in eleven. Yeah, averaging eleven. That's um, crazy to me. Even even this year with Golden State, I think he averaged like sixteen a game. You know, in the games that he played. So that's, man, that's big. There were there were some years where I think y'all capping if y'all think the Lakers they yeah, but Boogie, <laughs> they gonna be good this Boogie year. averaged like twenty eight a game, like for a couple seasons. So, yeah, that's I mean, crazy. He's he's up there. I got I gotta look up his stats real quick just to show you like some of the years that he's really had. But he gets slept on because of you know his team success. Well, and another thing in though, I don't want to backtrack, but with that being said, well, I haven't said anything. <laughs> I don't want to backtrack, but what we're talking about, like the Rich Paul rule, NCAA, I thought about, you know, if DeMarcus Cousins would have went overseas to play basketball, generate money and, you know, get better, build his own personal brand, right? That's something mm -hmm. he's able to do, but like, what do we know about, like, his game. We'll be able to see his games. Like if Zion went overseas, right, oh, they would, they would just send everyone overseas because the whole entire world loves Zion. They would make it happen for him. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I think so they you, would. But you, you see how, like, that would make it difficult for people to, like... Because there's a lot of players that I follow their careers from high school to college to, like, NBA. Yeah. If I if it stopped, like, at high school and I didn't hear them until they were in the NBA, it'd be kind of weird, you know? And just, like, people want to see, like, players they, you know, knew in high school or... Right. Or play travel ball with it makes it complicated but i think it's the i think the i think i don't know if they'll ever do this but i think they should have like a excuse me like a, a press statement kind of like explaining like why now or like why the implementation of it mm-hmm. not just like here's the rule now yeah right right yeah. Uh, any other comments on this uh, all decade team pretty content with where I'm everyone fine. lands except I'm for Kobe fine. yeah it's it's to me all decade team is is cool but I mean I, I like to compare like teams like teams and like individuals but like yeah. not like uh, not like in a, in a decade or anything yeah. I don't really look at that span of time right. that seriously it's, it's just one of those things that's tough because you know you have legends like Dirk like Tim Duncan that played in the decade but you hear their name you know like how are they not on this list but you look at their play from you know 2010 through the time that they retired and I mean when you look at it from that standpoint you get it issue. yeah it's yeah, just it's a, a timing, timing issue yeah. so because you're always going to catch somebody on the tail end that was really great, but like right. you're not having the same production, so it affects your average. Right. Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. has played the entire decade, yeah. but he, that's, he's not better than Tim Duncan or better than Dirk. Definitely you know? not. So yeah, it's just just <laughs> a timing thing there. So let's move on to Colin Kaepernick. Um, so he posted a video on his social media today, um, basically saying, "Hey, I'm still working out. You know, at 5 a.m. five days a week." Uh, for the past three years. Uh, the video starts by saying that he's been um, denied work for 889 days. You know, that's the amount of time that he's been out of the NFL. Um, so first things first, do you think that he really is still ready for the NFL? And if so, should he be back in the NFL? I think he's in good enough shape to get like reps. I mean, I th- I don't I don't think he's that out of shape to where if he didn't go through like a couple weeks of flight conditioning or like two weeks or however long, yeah, I'm sure he'd be back to form at least. Um, he doesn't seem too old to me. Is is Colin 30 yet? Uh, I think he's over 30 now. He's got to be 32, something like that. See, that's the that's the only now. thing that kind of like raises kind of like question. You you haven't been playing, but you're also you're older. And yeah. I'm not saying that Colin Kaepernick shouldn't play football my thing with Colin Kaepernick is do you really want to like how bad do you really want to play football Uh, he's he's 31 now okay so he's just passed this just past 30 I mean I don't know I feel like I his stance on police brutality I and you can believe whatever you want to believe or or support whoever you want to support this is that's your right as a as a American in this country that's what I believe but with that being said it it became like not about football really quick and you know like when you try to like change the channel back to football I think people already think about something else and I think I alluded to this we were you we were talking about it off air 
is that people don't believe you want to play football and they also don't like being reminded of how you made them feel about like a symbol that represents quote unquote their country and so to see Colin suit up would be dope and I mean of course even if he he was able to like play like let's say a, a quarterback went down and he was one of the backup and he got them through the season mm-hmm. if he got them like halfway through the playoffs or like he won a couple playoff games that'd be even better but I just don't see it happening at this point because people don't associate you with being a football player anymore yeah. it's, it's just it's really hard and for me to kind of like ignore that would be I feel like not true just mm-hmm. because when you have a stance as strong as he does and the, like the political climate that we're in I feel like everybody's walking on eggshells for you to re-enter the league are you going to continue to pro- like there's so many questions yeah are you going to continue to protest police brutality is there another form that you're going to introduce later on that we don't know about like these are things NFL execs executives excuse me executives think about or at least I would think about while thinking about whether or not I should allow a player who cost the organization millions of dollars probably I don't know probably millions of dollars uh, or let's just say X amount of dollars I don't want to say millions we'll just say X amount of dollars Am I bringing you back? Like, how is that better for me to have if I'm going to lose money? So, you don't, the shield is always going to protect the shield. Yeah. And I think that Colin posting pictures like the same thing with Mello. I think you guys kind of already made your decision Mm -hmm. already. And people are like, no, we were good with the decision that you made previously. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know what I mean? If if to him showing the world, I still got it. Cool. If you want to play in a different league, right? How much is it? How important is it now to re-enter the league than it is to continue pursuing the cause you were already doing that mm-hmm. disrupted what you were doing? You felt you felt that strong enough as a professional athlete. You had went to the Super Bowl, right? Uh, did the, they, they didn't win that? No, no they, didn't they win. came up short, right? Yeah. But I mean, still, like you're, you essentially became, like, somewhat of a household name. You were playing in San Francisco, one of the most storied uh, franchises in, in league history. And then this happens, and then, to make a long story short, you want to come back. Yeah. It's a lot for me, and mm-hmm. I'm not even. A representative of the NFL I'm not even in that arena yeah. and it kind of makes me it gives me kind of a knee jerk reaction to me I think Colin should continue to do what he's doing I think he should promote football in his own personal life whether it's through camps or just like seminars or or, or just like you know coaching or something like that Yeah. aside from the NFL because I think it'd be too much. I feel like, after, 
And it's the same thing with his his stance and his cause. It got too much, like, uh, it got lost in, in, like, the sauce, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lost in translation. Like, there was so much going on that you lost the overall message. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if he returns, it'll just be more of that. So I, I say he finds another way to, because he loves the sport. And yeah. you can see, you know what I mean? You wouldn't post videos of you playing or getting getting reps at, um at 5 a.m. if you didn't love the sport. So I love, I, I, and I completely get that because there's times where I still want to play basketball, you know, and I'll, I'll go out and I'm like, man, I miss this feeling. Like I remember I went to the rec a couple weeks ago. Now it's, now it's like a month ago. I've been busy. But you, you see guys like starting to talk, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I score on you, he's like, oh, you know I got to get the ball back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that like competitiveness. So, and just like the overall sport, but no, I think he'll do well in in anything he does. Cause I feel like he has like the backing of, of a lot of good people. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick to his on field play first because I've seen so many arguments come up over the years, and this was especially the first couple of years that Kaepernick was out. Um, there was an argument of, oh well, he's just not good enough to play in the NFL anymore. Look at his last year. Uh, Yeah, that last the year, uh, his last season where he only played 12 games. uh, I forget what the Niners record that year was, but it was it was terrible. Mm -hmm. But that last year he played 12 games um, and I think he he started 11 of those games. because I think they started with Blaine Gabbard, but um, he threw for over 2000 yards. So 22, 41, 16 touchdowns, four picks. I think that was one of the best touchdown to interception ratios in the league that year. So in terms of play, I mean, he was just fine. Uh, here's his QB record. So over those 11 games that he – or the 11 games that he started, he went 1-10. and 10. But once again, just terrible Niners team. Uh, that team was, I remember that year. Yeah, that team was 2-6, and six, you know, last year or the year before that when he played and then he got hurt. So they were just a terrible team already. So you can't always put that on the quarterback. We know how that goes. Yeah. Um, but people love to put things on the quarterback. So Cam. Yeah. So let's be real. It's not the fact that, you know, he couldn't play, which is why he wasn't in the league. Um, think about some of the quarterbacks that are in the league. Nathan Peterman being one. How does Nathan Peterman already he gets, you know, released by the uh by the Bills, has a spot on the Raiders right after that. Um, there are a lot of terrible quarterbacks in the league, backup quarterbacks. I'm not even talking about Cap as a starter. He may be a fringe starter on some teams, um, but still, he's good enough. There aren't 30 backup quarterbacks that are better than him in the league. Um, some teams even carry a third-string quarterback. He's got to be better than some of those third-string quarterbacks as well. Um, I think what they... Not to say that the NFL did this intentionally, but it just played out in their favor because we all know that Kaepernick became a household name, not because of how he threw the ball, really, but because of how he ran with the ball. So his athleticism was everything. Yeah, so I agree. When he, you know, is, you know, 28 years old, whatever the case it is, by the time he's out of the league, okay, you know, he kind of sits on the shelf. Yeah, he's working out and all this stuff, but we all know game shape is different than just working out. You know, we're going to probably see that with Le'Veon, with Le'Veon Bell this year as well. You know, we see that with Zeke Elliott as well every year. When you're think when you're thinking about Kaepernick, if he were to come back into the league right now at the age of 31, they're gonna say, oh well, he's probably lost his step. You know, the league has changed. It's more of a passing league than it was even when he was playing. 
um, you know, now he has to learn the RPOs and, you know, all these other, it's, you know, new, new ways. But it won't even, like, the headlines won't even be that. Like, the media gets a hold of it. It'll be more regression, like, in, like, talking about, like, prior events as opposed to current. Yeah. Or they'll use current events to talk about prior events. It's like... Yeah. But they're they're basically gonna say, well, now the the league has moved on. Now, how can he even catch up? You know, why not bring someone fresh out of college who's been playing these systems over the past four years? Bring him in to be my backup, as opposed to bring Colin Kaepernick off of the street. No, it makes sense. It makes sense in the 2016 NFL. It's not the same as it is today. Johnny Manziel. Johnny yeah. Manziel was supposed supposed to be what Pat, Patrick. Well, I shouldn't say Patrick Mahomes. But like a lot of people wanted him to be yeah. like who Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah. And I, excuse me, I feel like that's that's a tall order to ask yeah. for a guy, any guy, honestly. Um, but like coming out of a college, he was supposed to be that guy, and he he's not playing in the league right now. He's yeah. not playing well the NFL. He's right. playing in what Canadian league? Uh, not anymore. I think he was though. Well, but, I mean, he was. Yeah. He he found another outlet. I yeah. think Colin just needs to find a different outlet. You don't need to play. I mean, maybe it wasn't for the NFL. Maybe the NFL people just associate him with playing in the NFL, mm-hmm. playing at that level, yeah. and that's assume that's that's where they start. But I mean, you you can do you can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, but them. I mean, I just think that it wouldn't it wouldn't be much of a topic if his talent didn't show that he was still capable of playing in the league. Or from what we last saw, at least, he already should have been back in the NFL. I don't think there should have been a situation where he would be out for three years. With him being out three years, I'm not necessarily advocating him for to be back in the league now because, like I said earlier, now they're able to make an argument that the league has moved forward without right. you. So why now? Yeah. Why are we going to take a chance on you and bring you back? I appreciate Which, you for bringing that up because yeah. I forgot that. Like he what? What was it? That season that they they had a losing season on that trash Niners team, but. Right after that, he should have got a call. Yeah, I mean, and I know that he, I think he declined his player option because he would have been due about $11 million, something like that. And he declined the option and went to test free agency. And that's kind of where everything spouted out of control from there. But, um, you know, as far as, you know, on the field, his production, don't give me that argument. It's not, it's not about that. We all know what it's really about him, you know, sitting or kneeling for the national anthem. That's really what it came down to. Um, I think that he, I don't blame him for wanting to be back into the league because I think he does deserve to be back in the league. But I think that he hit the actions that he took. I think that he was aware that, hey, I might not make it back into the league. Even if it's, even if it's wrong, even if it's you know, immoral, there, there's a situation where I may not ever play football in the NFL again. I think he knew that risk, but you know, even though the, if there's a risk, doesn't mean that it's right. I think that was kind of True. his standpoint. Um, so it is unfortunate that he. I think he definitely chose the, the right one because I mean, we have. And I was thinking about this um, the other day. We have a lot of like, <clears throat> like uh, players like NFL basketball and just like these athletes that like little kids look up to and i was just wondering why like people love jordan so much like jordan's 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 
I'm just like, a lot of these kids don't even remember Michael Jordan. Yeah, they never even saw him play. They never even saw him play. And, like, it boggles my mind to see, like, the rate at which Jordan sell, you know. And that was because him as an athlete transcended the sport. Yeah. Um, And he was, like, a superhero, you know what I mean? And so, like, you look up to these, um, like, players, but now, like, I feel like Colin, he agitated a lot of people. He yeah. bought, he's like, he he crossed the line that like, you can't really go back from. Yeah, and, and I think. And you, I didn't side t- with, I didn't side with him on everything that he did. I know he wore like the, the um, pig socks, you know, police socks and stuff like that. Which, see that I didn't know. Yeah. yeah I didn't so I, like a lot of stuff. Like even with like, to me, the kneeling. I get that. You're bringing awareness. My biggest thing is pro, like like protesting is great, but I feel like a lot of times you can be doing other things. Mm-hmm. You know, that are that are better. Not to say that protesting hasn't gained results. Yeah. But I think you just now you're in, you're playing in a, you're in a you're in a different game now you're yeah. in a different game and I think you have to maneuver very very carefully you yeah. know if you're Colin Kaepernick because you go anywhere in the country now your name's Colin Kaepernick yeah you remember like when like I mean you could you could get an authentic Colin Kaepernick jersey for less than fifty dollars and those usually go for a hundred plus dollars mm-hmm. you can get them easy like different colors and I was just like man yeah y'all really hate this man yeah. you know so I mean, and I can like why go back right right yeah, I don't I don't see it yeah I mean there, there'd be a lot of a lot of hostility there and I feel like his kind of like you said his duty I think he's kind of fulfilled that in the NFL I think he even if it may be deemed an unsuccessful challenge, you know, towards the NFL, towards the establishment, for lack of a better phrase, I think that he may have served his purpose as far as that goes. And now it's time for him to do his stuff, continue that effort off the field. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. Yeah, I don't know if we'll still be alive when it happens. Probably. We'll probably be like <laughs> grandfathers by then. But I expect the NFL to create a new award, the Colin Kaepernick Award. Once all this dies down and, you know, it's cool to, like, stand up for for certain things and and be politically incorrect and, you know, take a stance. And whether, if it even if it jeopardizes, like, my job or... Mm -hmm. or, uh, I think they'll have an award like that if they don't already have something similar nah, i think they will later down the road yeah i think i mean that kind of brings up a good point and i guess i'll wrap it up here the nfl the play nfl players it took them a while to get on the cat bandwagon i just hate that they kind of let him rot out there while he was still in the league and doing his kneeling and everything before they waited until he was out of the league to all of a sudden start kneeling themselves and during the national anthem raising your fists and stuff like that it's like i get it but you guys kind of jumped on the train a little too late like you could have saved you know the guy who was the sacrificial lamb for this you know whole movement to me i during the whole movement i just couldn't think 
it to me it seemed kind of sporadic mm. like it seemed like a, a lot of guys were saying they were 10 toes down and they weren't oh, you know yeah. what i mean that's how it goes all the time there's and a, there was there just always like, those people that claim like they really rock with the movement but like when ish hits the fan it's like eh, yeah i gotta get this money though no, no for real and i i mean you gotta do what you gotta do yeah you, you just gotta choose up but with that being said no I agree where it's like it did feel like it was him and like just like one or two other players right as opposed to like multiple multiple players on every team or just like a handful of guys on every team and like consistently but that's that's all in the past I I wish Colin all the best um I definitely think he should continue with bringing awareness to um, police brutality or um, and just other other stances like that. But I would say stay far from the NFL because they don't want you. Fans don't want you. And if imagine like you're Colin Kaepernick playing at a game and like a riot happens and there's like. And I'm losing more money. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's bad on my brand. Right. I just don't think it'll do more positive than, than negative. Yeah. And you know point. what? That, that's a good point, too. With the way that people are wilding right now, especially. It's, it's looking real weird. tragic, you know, happen to him or it's anyone real, involved. It's yeah. looking real weird, bro. Man. I'll be looking around. <laughs> more carefully yeah and you know that's a topic for another day as well but i'm yeah this, all these you know mass shootings and stuff already have me on on eggshells right now so seriously yeah yeah y'all be safe out there yeah yeah please be safe please be safe man did this dude just did this so this segment had kind of gone away but i had to bring it back for this episode and i'm glad that you did yeah did, thi- did this dude just did this <laughs> we absolutely have to shout out dj cooper uh if you haven't heard the name yet dj cooper is a former uh university of ohio college basketball player that has been playing overseas as of as of late um so the story goes that he um, had applied to play for the Bosnian national team, a position that required basically submitting a urine sample for a drug test. Um, and when DJ Cooper submitted his drug, uh, his urine sample for his drug test, turns out there were no drugs in his system. However, what was in his system? He's pregnant. So, <laughs> congratulations, DJ Cooper, on you played your yourself. child. Yeah, you you played yourself. Um, so I know you're wondering, well, how the heck did is DJ Cooper a male going to have a child? So uh, when they when the results came back from his urine test, uh, they found uh, levels of HCG uh, in his urine, which is a hormone usually only found in pregnant women. Um, so it turns out that the urine that he submitted was actually his girlfriend's urine. Wow. So just imagine, and I don't, I'm assuming this. I wonder what that conversation was. Right. Like. So I'm assuming DJ Cooper couldn't have known and his girlfriend couldn't have known that they were pregnant at the time so i'm thinking i would have to think that it'd have to be a surprise to them as well like yo i didn't even think about that yeah because if i'm pregnant i'm not gonna give you my urine sample knowing that i'm pregnant or if i'm if i know that you're pregnant i'm not gonna request your urine sample so that is weird unless they just don't know maybe i don't know but 
let's just let's just assume that they did somebody know they were knew pregnant. somebody knew yeah somebody had to have known but if they didn't congratulations that's a heck of a way to find <laughs> out and you know now dad's gonna be unemployed for two years because he's banned Sheesh. from FIBA world competition um as a result so uh, no longer allowed to play, you know, in those international waters for two years now. That's and, crazy. Know, they ban you. Fraud. They ban you that for that long, two years. Yeah, for I think, and I don't know if this was if it's like a standard thing, but I think they're just like, hey, you frauded the league, you know, as a, the whole organization. Therefore, you're gone for two years. That's crazy. Just imagine, like, you know, if you found out that, like, you know, your well, your fiance now. Imagine if you found out your fiance was pregnant and you just got fired the same day. That'd be a stressful day, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd, be, that'd be. I'd be stressed. Right, that'd be <laughs> such a rough day. But I mean, shout out DJ Cooper. Uh, like I said, congratulations to you guys again. Um, if no one's told you congratulations through this whole ordeal, um, man. But just a whole crazy situation. I know. Shout out Carl. Carl shared this in the group text, and I was just like almost crying. That's a real crazy tears story. When I got it. That's it a is. crazy story. It is. I mean. <laughs> I think he's the first guy to ever like, you know, actually get like a. But know. how like their tests must be different than ours because I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened I here mean, in the states at least. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Bro, I think that's happened more. May, way, maybe like more one, times than we think. Maybe one in a million though. Like, but uh, it's just a crazy, crazy situation. I mean. You hate to see someone, you know, get banned and, you know, not oh, get paid terrible. for the job and everything oh, yeah. as a result of it. But, dude, like, it's not that hard to do right and, you know, just pass a simple urine test. Like, you're doing – you get to play sports, you know, for fun and make money. Like, all I'll, this I'll life. do whatever you need me to do. You know what I mean? Like, eh. I mean, not – Within Not, reason. Yeah, within, within reason. Within reason. I yeah. Mean, no, I, I know what you mean. Basically everything that these leagues require but like, ultimately within reason. But like, like if you're not if you're not doing like hard like drugs. Yeah. Like I could see if you had a like a Coke problem. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, hey bro, we it's <laughs> we've we, we tested your your urine for like high levels of heroin of coke in there you want to talk to us about that right (laughs) then i'd be like all right cool but if if he's just like he's probably weed yeah he's just chilling a lot of and i'm not condoning this at all i'm just saying a lot of players that i've played with um or that i played basketball with like they said it helps them focus or like it takes like the edge off you know what i mean yeah. like some people i remember my coach telling me like like a lot of players in the league chew gum and mm-hmm. i think like it's just to like they go through a lot of like uh packs of gum because i think it takes the edge off you know what i mean i, like, used, I used to chew gum when i played and i it, couldn't it, it just helped me i had keep, to spit mine it just helped out. me keep a rhythm no nah, like, i couldn't do yeah. it it was, I, I couldn't explain it. But I yeah, feel like I was too chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was too chill. Like, yeah. chewing gum was just Man, like a pickup game. If you would have had a high school highlight tape, though, it would have looked good on the highlight tape. I was just chewing gum yeah. like this is regular. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it would have gone viral. It would have gone Probably. viral for sure. Blowing bubbles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, in the whole, you know, smoking weed in a professional sport, 
you know, I get, you know, all the research showing that, you know, it's good for you. Or What's can the difference? Be you can get a beer. Stuff. You can get a beer. You can drink liquor, like, no problem. Right. right. As long as you have your ID. But these leagues now, and there's a lot of players that have that suffer from alcoholism more yeah. so than, you know, um, being or addicted. Pill addiction. Yeah. Pill addiction yeah. is like way, way worse, I yeah. think. And I mean, and I, and I get it all. There's no, there's no problem with being an advocate for it. But just know, okay, you're probably not gonna play in the league. So yeah. it's like just be, just know up. what those consequences are. Like unless you can, you're Jr. Smith. Yeah, unless, unless you're Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Do they? They can never drug test Jr. Apparently, because really, you have too many tats not to smoke been weed. Suspended for a couple seasons. You have way too many tats not to smoke. You have a supreme tattoo. <laughs> right. Right. You gonna tell me that you don't smoke weed? Yeah. You got that while you were high. Yeah, probably. Shout, shout, shout out, out Jr. Shout out Jr. Yeah, but he's known he's for Henny though. He's a free agent too, though. He's known for Henny though. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Henny thinks possible. With him, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's gonna wrap up another episode of Fan Culture. Uh, make sure to check out our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We out here. Podcasts. Yeah, we're out here. Yeah. You know, a random thing I was thinking about. Do you play fantasy football, or have you ever played fantasy football? Last time I played fantasy football, I lost. To make a long story short, I lost mm-hmm. because I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> How long ago was it? I was still like, I want to say 2013. Jeez. 2014 maybe I was, I was gonna say how cool would it be if like we had a fantasy football league and like the fans or the listeners could like participate in our league that'd be dope you know, like we, that'd be we select like a couple people or what yeah i mean you know if like you me brandon or not brandon you me carl <laughs> sakani played i don't know if we did like a 10 team league or a 12 team league and basically eight people could participate i'll tell you one thing it'll 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 force me to like actually finish it oh yeah are we gonna have a pot or what huh what kind of pot are we gonna have we saying what i mean 40 each Ooh. i mean i'm with it because i play every year (laughs) i play every year see i ain't just trying to give y'all 40 dollars i'd rather just buy y'all something yeah i mean we we could do even if we did something like, you know, a little light, maybe like, you know, five, ten dollars or whatever. Or even if we just pitched in and like the winner got like a cool little trophy to put on their mantle. Oh, more um, like like a bragging rights type. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So more okay. of a bragging rights thing. And it'll just kind of be fun. Just more interaction, you know, with I us and, and the listeners as well. No, um, I'd be down. I'd be down. Yeah. So, you know, we'll pitch that idea. We're going to put that in our uh, in our poll. I guess that will be our poll question this right. week. Um Basically, if fan culture hosted a fantasy football league, would you join either Mark? Yes. Or Mark? No, I'm too scared. <laughs> so uh, we're going to post that for the poll question. This too much. Yeah, this too much. So, yeah, shout out all the fantasy football players. Uh, we definitely love to have you guys, you know, reach out and say you're interested in joining the league. We'd love to be able to just find another way to interact with you guys um keeps us on our toes come definitely does and we appreciate you guys for you know still rocking with us some of y'all been listening since day one and that's that's even better yeah um just super excited to like continue to you know grow this platform you know with my friends and just y'all the listeners man this it's 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 like a relationship we we starting to to grow you know so yeah for sure it's really dope to see All right, then, y'all. Well, till next time. Peace. See you.